Hello, I'm Keith, and this is my dad, Kerwin. Welcome to Father and Son, a Star Wars podcast. finally 2022 thank you so much for joining us on this first episode of the year we're going to talk about the book of boba fett chapter one stranger in a strange land but before we get started we just want to thank you once again to our listeners and our viewers on youtube if you have not yet subscribed please hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button and if you're listening audio please make sure to leave a comment or review thank you so much yeah subscribing is helpful it's free and plus, it lets us know how many people have watched our shows and what we can do next. Exactly. You can also leave in the comments ideas for other episodes we can do. Nice. All right. Okay. So we're ready? Yeah. So we're ready to I talk really about... just riffed on that last part. That's very good. <laughs> so you're getting very good at this podcasting thing. Yep. All right. All right. Here we go. Stranger in a Strange Land. Okay. So... We start off. This is a spoiler review, correct? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Spoilers. Yes. Spoilers. This is a spoiler review. Okay. So all the reviews of shows are spoilers. Right. So just just to let you know. Okay. So if you're not seeing it, of course you want to go ahead and see it and then come back and watch us. Here we go. All right. So we start off with an exterior shot of Tatooine and Jabba's palace. It's a beautiful shot. Wonderful shot. And then we get to see the inside of the palace. You know, it looks very familiar because we've seen these um interiors in return of the jedi and then we get to see this uh back to tank and inside the back to tank is boba Boba fett all right while he is in the tank he has flashbacks yeah so we get to see how he escapes the sorlacc pit Mm -hmm. so that's there and i really think we needed that because honestly it was just all cloudy in mandalorian how he got out we just know he escaped yeah but I actually, I'm glad that we finally got to see how it happened because that was something I wanted to see. And yeah. they, you know, took care of that from the very beginning. Also, uh, we did see flashbacks of Camino, right? And then we saw little Boba Fett on Geonosis when he lost his father. He picked up his father, um, father's helmet. So that was pretty good. Never mind. Django? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, f- I forgot his name for a second. Yeah, Django Fett. Okay. All right. And then he gets out of the Sarlacc pit and he is found by Jawas. Yep. And so the Jawas just raid him, take his armor, and then he's captured by Tuscan Raiders. He's captured by the Tuscan. can't catch a break. No. <laughs> he's having a hard time in this episode. So, um, and so what are they going to do with, with Boba? Well, they hold him as prisoner. So they have him tied by rope and he's being dragged by the banthas like they couldn't find any room on the bantha he could have you know they could have put him on the bantha but instead he just you know trails dragged them along. and dragged them along <laughs> with the banthas and they had him set up along with another prisoner a rodian and um they also had this animal the tusker raiders had yeah, this very okay, yeah. ferocious animal and, it's like a hound right i think we've seen that same yeah, sort of like the hounds from Solo. Okay, all right. Yeah, I like those, was... uh, those weird things, except they don't have nostrils on the front of their face. Hmm. Well, so 
Bo uh, Boba makes an attempt to escape and he was able to subdue the animal and he ripped off using the animal's teeth, uh, ripped off the rope. And then he looks over to the road and he said, Rodian, do you want me to break your bones? <laughs> and Rodian just goes off and- Like an alarm. Yeah, and, and alerts. <laughs> alerts the uh the tuscan raiders even and though he's literally about to be freed because the tuscan raiders are like yeah not, like, they can't see them so it's like okay we can escape now yeah i don't know what and that by was. the way he sounds like a tuscan raider here's a similarity okay yeah <laughs> I don't know what that was about. I don't know why he reacted that way to Rodian. But anyway, so Boba tries to escape. He doesn't escape. He gets captured. And we are brought back to present day where Fennec Shan comes in and lets him know, okay, it's time. All right. And then the next scene is when people come to pay tribute to the new crime lord, Boba Fett. And the first alien is a, a Qualish. Yes. Right? And a Qualish. Yes. And <laughs> just like in Star Wars, right? Because, uh, you know, A New Hope, when we were listening to this Aqualish uh, Ponda Baba, yeah. we didn't know what he was saying either. We needed somebody, um, you know, to interpret what he was yeah, saying. Yeah, sort of like with Han and Chewie. Mm -hmm. Chewie goes, rrr, rrr, and Han's like, no, it doesn't look that bad. Right, you have Han to interpret what Chewie is saying. But in this case, so this this alien is is there and he's giving credits to, to, to Boba. And they're nodding their head as if they know exactly what, what this alien is saying. And once the alien like, walks away, Boba leans over to Fennec Shan and says, uh, did you, did catch, you catch any of that? that? <laughs> I thought that was really Jinx. funny. She's like, well, I, I think he said something about friendship. And then he says, you know, we're going to have to get a protocol droid, right? Which brings us back to C-3PO as uh, the protocol droid temporarily for, for Jabba the Hutt. So that was a pretty good scene. Right. And then, you know, we saw uh, a Trandoshan come in and pay respects. He looks a little shady. And then we also have this, the, we were expecting the mayor to come in and pay yeah. respects, but, but the mayor sent when, the mayor's um, major domo. Yeah. Right. But remember when Boba's like, even when a Trandoshan is giving you tribute, it still sounds like a threat. Yes, that's right. Trandoshans, you can't trust them. Yeah, they're like, and the next person that enters is the the mayor Joe Mayor Dordo. Ma mayor's Domo. major domo. The mayor's mayor Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> the mayor's major domo. I got it. So what happens when the mayor Mojadamo comes in? Major Domo. <laughs> well, it's like just five minutes of laughter, sort of like what's happening right now. Because the mayor's like, okay. apologies. I can see how. I can see how such a mistake could come from the from the communication. Apologies. Apologies. Yeah, so basically he was supposed to be there to pay respects to Boba, but instead um, he actually wants the only respect he's going to pay is, well, the mayor apologizes for not being here, but yeah. he really doesn't have anything to give to Boba. And instead he wants Boba to give him credits. Which, oh, this is hilarious. Is, which is interesting so this guy of course he's not to be trusted and we're going to see him again and we'll also see the mayor maybe in the next episode yeah because i, I must pretty... say this just seems like a window for a subplot that can't be ignored 
Right. Because there's there's probably some type of thing that happened with Jabba and the mayor a while ago, and now Fett stepped into it. He got he has to get it fixed. That's right. He's got to handle it. Okay. All right. Well, then in the next scene, they go to they walk the town of Mos Espa, heading to the cantina. Yeah. Apparently, Max Rebo is still there. Max Rebo. <laughs> they they made that cantina retro. Yeah, they actually they upgraded this cantina. Yeah, it, was, it looks pretty nice. And then they were coming there to see. Uh, yeah, this lady named Garza Flip. Garza Flip. <laughs> yes. So, yes. And I guess she you know, runs the establishment and she comes over. She's very nice, very polite. Didn't know that he is now taking over the Hut Empire. But once Boba Fett introduces himself and she asks if, you know, they wanted their helmets cleaned. So she took their helmets away and then came back. The helmets were full of credits. Or at least Boba's was. And Fedek is like, your helmet looks shinier than mine. Yeah, so that was pretty interesting. So they're they're walking out this establishment with helmets full of money. And then all of a sudden, a they're ambushed. Yeah, by these assassins mm-hmm. who have an odd resemblance to somebody else. But we'll talk about that at the end. Okay, we could talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, so they're caught by surprise. Unfortunately, uh, Boba was not prepared. But Fennec Shan actually went after two of the assassins, you know, so they came out, you know, with the shields, the the electric shields and the the weapon. So she uh, goes after two of them, was able to catch a one, (laughs) well, was able to catch them both. But But then she just like, kicked one off the edge. And and Boba wanted to make sure he get at least one of them alive. So that's what she did. So she was able to capture one of them. And uh, we didn't talk about the Gamorrean guards, but there were two Gamorrean guards that used to work for Boba and for, uh, I'm sorry, that used to work for Jabba and, and Biff Fortuna. Yeah. Now that they're gone, um, they uh, pledged their loyalty to Boba. So they actually came in and helped Boba with the, uh, the ambush and returned Boba back to his pod because he was, uh, he was injured. Um, and then once he's back in his pod, we flash back again to when he was held prisoner with the Tusker Raiders. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then um, this is where one of the young Tusker Raiders send the, the prisoners, Boba and the Rodian, out to the desert to dig for yeah. water. But before that, for some reason, she made them walk all the way to the other side of town mm-hmm. to watch these people leave a mark on a villager's hut That's and then point. attack the villager, which again, subplot right there because right. there is really no reason to bring somebody out there if you're not going to introduce some sort of storyline yeah so they might be related to those assassins we saw earlier yeah there we don't know there's some type of marauders who actually was uh threatening this villager in in their hut in their home and attacked the villager ran off and well before they ran off they left a mark outside the villager's home not sure what that mark means. I'll have to Google it. Yeah, but we'll we'll soon find out. Yes, but you're right. So they made a stop there. And then this uh, Tusker Raider took them out to the desert to start digging for water. Yeah, so apparently water comes with these rocks. So like if you crack the rock, you get the water. But somehow the Rodian uncovers this weird like sand thing. It's smaller than the crate Dragon. But bigger than a person with four arms. Yeah, it's got multiple limbs. Like they yeah. use the arms as legs, you know, it depends on, you know, how yeah, but their I mean, stance. Yeah. 
Yeah, it attacks the wall. I, the Rodian doesn't make it, but Boba Fett manages to subdue the creature. So when they go back to the village, they come back with the head. Yeah, so as, as a, like a as trophy, a, as a vic, right? Oh, that's good. Trophy as a as a trophy or a victory. Yeah, of course, the Tuscan Raider child gets all the respect basically because she's just parading around like this with the head. Well, it's funny. Yeah, so this little uh, uh, raider is Tuscan Raiders taking credit for you know returning the head, even though we know it was Boba who took care of the creature, and uh, one of the uh, adult Tuscan Raiders actually was aware that Boba was actually the one to save this Tuscan Raider. And he they made a truce. And you know, at that point, Boba actually uh, won his freedom. So yeah. now he's no longer a prisoner. I'm expecting going forward, he's gonna start working with the Tuscan Raiders, we'll see. So there may be more flashbacks involving Boba and the Tuscan Raiders. Yep. Yeah, and then that was the episode. And now we can finally get to those assassins. They have a weird resemblance to Deathstick from Quim Crimson Dawn. Right. Let me let me set this up. So if you did not see uh, an episode that we shot, we recorded with uh, Chris Ryan's uh, from Boraxium, um, we talked about War of the Bounty Hunters, that comic book series that came out this past summer. And Boba Fett is the, the star of the series. If you have not read it, you know, I highly recommend it. And if you have not seen that episode, please go back and watch or listen to it. But there are some assassins in that series that look that resemble very much the same assassins we just saw in the episode of Book of Boba Fett. And right? the weapons, too. They sort of resemble the weapons right. Kira had. Exactly right. So why the reason why I bring this up is... If you're going to have um, a series that involves a criminal organization, you have to include Crimson Dawn. Yeah, because, I mean, they've just risen to power. Mm -hmm. And then if Kira is bold enough to, to say to Darth Vader, is the Empire too poor to pay his debts or is it too cheap? I'm pretty sure they're going to see Boba Fett as no big threat. Exactly. So I, so I, we, we understand that the mayor of Mos Espa is... A villain, but he's just one of the villains. I'm sure that you know this is a large criminal organization. There are going to be many other villains that Boba's going to have to face, and I think one of them is going to be um, Crimson Dawn and Kira. If you want to have a big reveal, you can't get any bigger than that. Having Kira return as the head of Crimson Dawn, so that's why I think is going to happen. So, well, yeah, it would make lots of sense. Yeah, that's our prediction. Okay. Anything else we want to talk about this episode? No. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next episodes. I think this is a good setup. Yeah, this this was great. Mm -hmm. They they just laid out the plot, and now we know what's to come. Right. I, it's a great setup to what we're going to see coming in the future. Yep. So I'm looking forward to episode two, and we'll be back here again to review that as well. But thank you very much for this episode. Thank you for joining us. Where can people find us, Keith? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave us a review. It really helps. Yes, once again. It lets us know how we're doing. Absolutely. Once again, please subscribe if you have not done so already. Uh, leave a review, any comments. Um, I think that is it. And the website. And the website. FatherSonGalaxy.com. All right. Well, thank you once again for joining us on this episode. Until next time, take care, and we will see you again.